This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, February 20th, 2022. This or that, titles or testimonies. Well, good morning, Connection Church. Here, home, wherever you may be. Glorious day to be part of God's kingdom, amen? Amen. So we continue our series, This or That. Today we're going to explore titles or testimonies. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Good, good. Hey, everybody online. We've got CJ in Texas and people in Wilmington and other places across our country. Thank you for joining us and all of you. I couldn't wait to get to worship today. First of all, I couldn't wait to do No Greater Love, No Greater Love. I love that song, you guys. Thank you. Hezekiah Walker, give me some of that but to share the word of God with you because that's what carries us and holds us every single actually moment of our days because life is hard and we can do this together in Jesus' name. So did I say my name? I'm Carrie Jones. Did she say her name? I'm Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? Thank you, God. Thank you for the opportunity to worship. Oh, it's like drinking at a fountain. It's just, mm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for gathering us here uh, at 4744 Summit Bridge Road and those who are joining us online. Find us together, Lord, one church, many locations. Help settle us in, remove any distraction so that we can have laser focus on what it is that you want to say to us. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So our message today is inspired by a guy named Tony Campolo. Has anybody here ever heard Tony speak or aware of him? Yeah. Double arm in the back there for what? Oh, me. Okay, that wasn't Tony. That was Carrie Fix Your Microphone. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. You never know back there who you're talking to. I'm not good at sign language anyway. Anyway, Tony Campolo was a professor of sociology at Eastern University in St. David's, Pennsylvania. That's outside of Philadelphia for many years. He's nearly 70, uh, 87 years old now, so he's slowed down a little bit because he used to also speak all over the country uh, many days a year. He's an ordained American Baptist uh, minister and an evangelist who speaks at conferences both um, in church world and in um, secular world. We had the privilege of hearing on him on several occasions, both at the Tabernacle in Ocean City, New Jersey, a church world place, but also when I was with the Prudential Insurance Company with a, a Prudential Leaders Conference, he, he spoke there. And so um, Tony's a, a bit more liberal theologically than we are, but we still find value in much of what he shares biblically. And uh, this is a, a story as an example of that. So Tony shares that in his home church in West Philadelphia, they have a student rec recognition day once a year where all the kids come and they share what they're doing. And so, you know, parents and grandparents just love to hear that and see their kids up on the stage because the kids would share something like, 
I'm studying literature at Yale, or I'm learning music at Juilliard, or I'm into science at Harvard, <clears throat> or how about I'm in chemical engineering at UD. Woo -woo. Anyway, <laughs> when they hear the kids share, it's kind of a responsive congregation. And so there's some talk back, if you know what I'm saying. And they're like, yeah, mama, thank you, Jesus. Beautiful, beautiful word. Thank you, Lord. Good stuff. Especially the grandparents. You know how that goes, grandparents. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tony then show, shares that when the students got all done and sat down, they're a bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, they're all fired up because they're getting all the yeah, yeah, yeahs. The pastor would get up and say, children, you're all going to die. Now, how do you like that? First thing out of the pastor's mouth. Children, you're all going to die. You're going to die. You don't think you're going to die, but you're going to die. They're going to drop you. Here's the best part. They're going to drop you in a hole. They're going to throw dirt in your face. And then you're going to go back to the church and eat potato salad. Right? Potato salad and ham, right? It's always ham and potato salad. And deviled eggs. There you go. You go back to the church and eat potato salad. And he said... When you were born, you were the only one crying. Everybody else was happy. But more important than that is this. When you die, will you be the only one happy? Or will you be the one that's happy and everyone else crying? And then he says, it depends. It's going to depend on what you live your life for. Do you live for titles or testimonies? Say it with me. Titles or... That's right. Well, and then the pastor did some preaching. He went through the entire Old Testament in just a few moments, and he said things like this, Pharaoh, Pharaoh had a title, ruler of Egypt. That's a good title, good title, ruler of Egypt. Moses, on the other hand, he had no power. But when it was over, Pharaoh may have had the title, but Moses had the testimony. And then there was Daniel. You know, Daniel, the one in the lion's den. And there was also Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar was the king of Babylon. Oh, what a title. King of Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar. But when it was over, that's all he had. Just the title. But Daniel, who emerged unscathed from the lion's den had the testimonies. Amen. So the pastor went on, and he finished by asking the question this. When, when it's all over for you, and they lay you in the grave, he, he can't get away from that one, can he? And they lay you in the grave, what will you have? When it's all over, they lay you in the grave, what will you have? Do you want a tombstone with all your titles? Do you want people standing around your grave giving testimonies about how you loved them, how you cared for them in the name of Jesus Christ, and how you made a difference in their lives? He said, I, I wish for you both titles and testimonies. <laughs> but if you have to make a choice, go for the... We have found that story from Tony Campolo. It just made such an impression after many, many years on us. Titles or testimonies? There is so much more than just names and titles 
on a tombstone, what people say about us. We think that question, titles or testimonies, really leads us to a much bigger, a much broader, broader, even more inclusive question. And the question is this. Is your life, is my life, are our lives going to revolve around things, stuff, titles, to the point where, to the point to, that point to you and who you are, or is your life going to revolve around testimonies that point to whose you are? This or that? Titles or testimonies? Who you are or whose you are? The chapter of Matthew. Jesus is sending out the disciples. Very serious assignment, too. He's giving them authority to drive out impure spirits, demons, and to heal every disease and illness. Wow, that's quite a journey, isn't it? Quite a mission. And in order to prep them, he gives them an extensive list of instructions. Instructions that include that they're not to take any money or extra clothing for the journey. Wow. They're going to rely on the kindness of worthy people. I just like to head out on a journey like that. He tells them he's sending them as sheep among wolves. To be on guard, to be as shrewd as snakes, while being as innocent as doves. He tells them they will be arrested, but not to worry about what they will say. The Holy Spirit will give them what they need to say when they need to say it. A lot of trust going on here, isn't there? A lot of trust. He tells them whoever disowns him, Jesus, uh, before others, he will disown them before his Father in heaven. He says family members, members will turn against each other on account of him, Jesus. And then above all others, we should love him. Above all others, we should love Jesus, even above family members. Uh, uh, we should love him. That those who will not take up the cross, his cross, his challenge, his uh, life, his, his testimony, do not take up that cross and follow him, are not worthy of him. And, and then he, he follows that by saying this. He says, whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake, for Jesus' sake, will find it. Wow. Matthew chapter 10. We would encourage you to read that this week, Matthew 10. And this, this challenge of verse 39, whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it is a promise to you and to me. Now, this message today isn't um, one of these where we're going to pour into you a lot of um, high theology. We're not going to share Hebrew or Greek with you today. But this is a much more relational message where it gives us food for thought. 
Who are we? Or whose are we? And it boils down to this thing that we say around here a lot. It's not about me. We started this church with that, and we continue to say, it's not about me. And what that means to those of you who might be here um, and, and haven't heard that is that we need to be not self-centered, but Jesus-centered, first of all, but care about who comes through the doors, but not only through the doors, who's out in the community, who we need to go meet there. We are a deploying center. I just thought of that right now. We deploy you to go out into the community and to make a difference. It's not about us. Yeah, we have a beautiful church and a mission to connect people with Jesus and the new life he offers. But the point is to go out and go do it. And that's what this is all about. You know, I can rack up lots of titles. Uh, you know, I got a uh, wife, mom, nurse, pastor, volunteer. I've got all these. And, and I'm telling you, I have clung to one title that has almost done me in, and that is nurse. It's like I cannot let go. And God speaks to me and has taken things away from me, that profession, because I clung to it so much. But are we talking about titles? Or are we talking about making a difference in the name of Jesus? And yeah, I could do that as a nurse, but it wasn't about that. It was about, I'm a nurse. So, you know, are we about uh, Jesus, all he did, all he is doing, all he can do, all he will do? Is that what we're motivated by? Giving our lives, giving our hearts, giving our thoughts, um, you know, in my life, when I stop focusing on who I am and start focusing on whose I am, makes all the difference in the world. It actually even makes a difference in the way I talk to people or my behavior. When I recognize um, those around me, they're his, you're his, I'm his, we're all his. It's not about me. It's not about us. It's about reflecting Jesus. And so our life, lives begin to stop being about racking up the titles, and it starts being testifying to the goodness of God. Testifying to what Jesus has done in our lives. We were lost, and now we're found. That is Jesus. We can't do that on our own. Titles? Or testimonies? Titles or testimonies. So this is a great opportunity for us to take some time and to talk with someone from the congregation whose life is a testimony. I know there's many, but this is just one example. We've, we've asked Kathy Conley to join us today on the platform and to share a little bit of, a little bit of her story. All Kathy? right. Come on up, Kathy. Let's give her a hand while she comes up. It's easier to walk up here that way. So, Kathy, thank you for being at both services and helping us kind of put flesh on what we're... Flesh. I got yeah. lots of flesh. You've got lots of <laughs> That's really funny. I'm working on mine. I know, I know. Okay. 
So this is Kathy Conley, and Hello. The, the first service knows her well because she's here and is a leader at the first service, but maybe um, some of you don't know. Can you share? Certainly. Who you are, what's going on, how you got here? So I'm Kathy Conley, and I've been coming to Connection um, since 2009, and I had to have someone refresh my memory about that because I forgot that detail. Um, and I found my way here by way of my sister. I'm originally from Rochester, New York, and I attended a community church up there um, when I would go back to visit. And my sister knew how much I loved that kind of church and atmosphere. I have been a member of Limestone Presbyterian Church for 30 plus years. Um, my husband went to church there, grew up there, and so I joined there. Um, but we live down here, and Limestone is up in Pike Creek. So my sister Googled community churches, what a genius, and um, pointed me in the direction to Green Street, um, and I've been hooked ever since, and that was in 2009. So I've been fortunate. I've had many opportunities to be involved here. I'm a lead usher. I've done an alpha classes. I've been an alpha speaker. Um, I've helped out with festivals and packing Christmas shoe boxes and all sorts of things. So. That's my history for here. That's your history for here. Um, married kids, what do you oh, do? Oh, yeah, I have those two. <laughs> I have a husband. Um, I have two children, 30 and 28, a boy and a girl. Um, I work at the Christiana Care Emergency Department in Middletown, um, and I'll go back to that later. Um, and I've had many titles in life. So we are talking about titles and testimonies. What are some of the titles that you've had in life? Started out as a daughter, and then a mother, a wife, um, a caregiver. I was a manager for a podiatry practice for a long time. I'm currently with the, Medi the Middletown Emergency Department. Um, and then there was one other one, and that hit me at about December of 2016, and I became a cancer um, patient, and now I'm a survivor. Oh. <laughs> so, um, Kathy, some of us who were here back then kind of were witnesses to that journey, um, and you kept showing up. Just show up. You just show up. Just show up. You kept just showing up. Mm -hmm. Hey, Robbie. <laughs> Hi. Good to see you. I love that kid. <laughs> um, anyway, so you just showed up, but you were in the middle of chemo. Mm -hmm. You were bald. You had mm -hmm. no hair, mm -hmm. and you just put your smile on, and was you were lead usher. And it's a God thing. It's a God yeah. thing. Yeah. So... Um, Tell us how that time was for you. What struck me, where this whole thing came from, was I remember um, a month or two or three ago, we were preaching, and we, we ended the service with Praise You in the Storm, and we had somebody up here give their testimony about being in a storm. And I said to Kathy, you could have been up there. You could have been giving the testimony. She goes, no, it, it wasn't a storm for me. And I'm like, really? It wasn't a storm. So talk about how your breast cancer became your testimony. Sure. So prior to my diagnosis, 
Um, I was struggling with certain aspects of my life and I was extremely frustrated. I remember one night even, I don't remember what month it was, but I was sitting in my car on Green Street in front of the church and I was not happy. I was in a bad place and I needed to go pray. And Alan knocked on my window, and, are you okay, are you okay? And I'm like, well, no, I wasn't. And then Carrie was available, so I came in and Carrie and I had a long chat about where I was at in life. Um, anyway, moving a little bit forward, I had been praying about what the heck is my purpose? Because I was failing here, I was failing there, I was failing over here, I thought, so what is my purpose? And then on December 9th, I had to have a mammogram, and I got the diagnosis that I had a suspicious mass in my right breast, and I thought, ah, I have a purpose. <laughs> Yay! So, I know, it's weird, but I thought I had a purpose now. And it took me a long time to get through. It, first off, 2017 was a great year. I was very fortunate. I know most people that get that kind of a diagnosis have a lot to go through physically, mentally, Maybe they don't have the support system. I was blessed in every which way I could have been. Um, so, great. I thought that was my purpose. I ran into a lady in Sears one day, and she saw my head wrapped up, and, can I talk to you, she said. And I said, sure. What's it like having cancer? <laughs> I'm like, oh, so I, she was just starting to go through it. So I helped, you know, just help her to see that it can be positive. Um, and any, anyway... Um, through that year, it was a great year. I had a lot of support. I was able to work through it. Um, but it was after that year when I read a book, um, A Purpose Driven Life, that I realized it wasn't really my purpose at all. It was God's purpose for me. So I'm dependent on him, and I hope he uses me in ways to help others out. Um, and I have been blessed that way. One thing I do do I do a lot with Special Olympics Delaware, and I don't think I would have reached out the way I have if I hadn't gone through certain challenges in my life. And I've had challenges since I was a little girl in a nasty um, home environment, but I think God and Christ prepared me all the way through that, that journey up until I got my diagnosis and then through it. I don't even know what to say. Don't go crying. I'm not. Uh... <laughs> You know, that we, wasn't in the script. I know. We, <laughs> the rest of what we're going to say isn't. So um, we watched you go through this. And we watched you come in here and smile and greet people. And I never once saw you, like, be... I, I know that you had dark moments, probably. Sure. I got sick. And you were sick and you were in chemo. But I lost weight. You lost... <laughs> it's all back. And then some... <laughs> That's okay. You're beautiful. So, um, but talk to us about how you depended on Jesus during that time. Who Jesus was to you is to you. Okay. So, I can't honestly say that during that time I was depending on Jesus. I think Jesus, or I wasn't realizing it. But there were my husband was a huge strength, so that was Jesus. My kids were super supportive. That was Jesus. Um, the kind of job I had that would allow me to work while I was starting off my chemo treatment, that was Jesus. Um, I was just blessed in so many ways, and I was really blessed to be a part of this church, too, at that time. That was very impactful, 
And the fact that I had a small group prior to any of this was a real blessing. Um, oh, that's and, a plug. Yep. Gary, small group, Michelle, small <laughs> group, get in a small group. So I've, I've just been blessed all along and I, by Jesus, and I think that's what has helped me to be positive about things in my life. Even when things don't look so positive, um, and I'm waiting on Jesus right now, too, for something. <laughs> so, okay. you know, it's faithful. all in his time. I was without a job for a year and a half, and I was getting really stressed out. And the right job came along. took a year and a half, but you have to rely on Jesus. So you said something a minute ago that just really struck me. Um, your husband was supported. Supported he is Jesus. Your kids. He, so that means that that's about us. We always say Jesus with skin on. That might feel a little weird to some people, but we need to be Christ. We need to be the light of Christ in the world. And so that's how you experienced Christ. Another thing, I have a devotional that Carrie mentioned a few years ago by Paul David Tripp, and it's called New Morning Mercies. And so I've been neglectful. It's been several weeks. I'm way behind. But this morning I thought it would be a good morning to open it up. And... I learned that I'm no longer alive, but Christ is alive in me. Mm. So that's really important to me, and I hope to share that with others. Um, one thing I do do at my new job, since I'm in an emergency department, of course there's lots of sick people there, and staff need prayer too, so I like to say a prayer. And if someone's in a room and I happen to be walking by, I'm gonna shoot up a prayer for who's ever in the room. So if you come visit us, and I'm there, I will definitely be praying for you. That's awesome. So we're talking about this or that, titles or testimonies, who we are, whose we are. Do you have any final words before we conclude? I don't know what to say. I just love this church. It's, it's, <laughs> um, it's been a great influence on my life. Um, I don't go out there and pound the pavement for Christ like maybe I should. And I don't, I don't mean like, uh, um, but, but I do, do like to repel, make a difference. You do repel from, oh, you, from buildings. <laughs> this is impressive, yeah. people. Oh, it's really fun. So I've been involved with Special Olympics Delaware for a long, long time. And my husband is a polar bear plunger. My kids have all done it. And I can be a professional towel holder any day. No, thank you. I'm not entering that cold water. Um, so I needed a gig of my own, and I decided to start rappelling down the PNC Bank building in Wilmington as a fundraiser. Um, so I've done that three times now, and I, this year would be the fourth, but I don't think I can make it this year. Seven, so, how many stories? 17. <laughs> it's a blast. <laughs> so you don't have to be fearless about anything if Christ is with you, right? That's true. <laughs> so I guess you all know why... Kathy came to mind when we were talking about titles and testimonies because... And fearless. Um, and fearless because she has been a walking testimony to, to the world um, for a long time. I just want to pray for you. Okay. God, thank you so much for our friend Kathy, for her courage to share today, for her devotion to you, for the healing that you've uh, given her, but most of all for the blessing she sees life every day every situation as a blessing and um, that is such a witness 
to all of us. Thank you for being Christ in her and for uh, carrying her as you carry all of us. Lord, we just want to give you all the honor and the glory. You are our testimony. We thank you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So please thank Kathy for sharing. Awesome. Thank you. I'll take it. Yep. Thank you, Kathy. Great story, huh? Great testimony. So, question of the day, because we usually have one. It's real similar to the one we always ask. What about us? What about you? This or that? Titles or testimonies? What are you going to do between now and the potato salad? That's a good question, isn't it? Now Some people call salad. it uh, your dash. Your dash. Yeah. yeah. Now in the potato salad. Where, where's your focus going to be? Life going to be about who you are or about whose you are? Will Jesus not only be your Savior, but will he be your Lord? Not a, they're not interchangeable. Savior or Lord, Lord, and the number one, the one you kneel to, the one you bow to, the one you give it up to, the one you offer your life to, the one who you're willing to give your life for, like he gave his life for us. Not just your Savior, but also your Lord, your all in all. That's some good news, isn't it? <laughs> That's some real good news. But let's not only believe it, Let's live it. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Most holy God, um, sometimes we get caught up in titles. I know I have over the years. Get caught up in who we are. We create a little universe that spins about us. With, with me at the center, Lord, please help us to uh, take ourselves out of the center and always revolve around Christ. Please help us to let go of those titles and be focused on the testimonies. Please help us to never be about who we are, but about whose we are, and that's yours. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we pray. All those gathered said, Amen. Thank you for listening to the message from Connection Community Church. For more information and to find out more about our ministries, you can visit us on our website, at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Thanks again for listening. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the new life he offers.